We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. We have live interviews, we have music tutorials, games, prizes, and more. Go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We go live and direct on Mondays at 1 p.m. and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. They have all the freshest and finest patches and apparel fully embroidered one of my favorite is the baby yoda from the mandalorian go check them out for yourself m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com go check them out now on with the show Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is. I just had to give a pause for the cause for our dear friend Johnny Five. Today's guest is the Fantastic Plastics. The Plastics are a. I don't really know how to describe them, which is a good thing, but they're like punk, new wave, Devo ish. Um, uh, High energy, uh, uh, flashing lights, chroma keys, projectors, uh, electric guitars, theremins. I mean, everything that you can imagine. Costumes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... it's. Um, I love their stream. I love their music. I'll jam their music getting ready just to do stuff because it gets you pumped. And, and, you know, if you watch these guys, and you, they do like three-hour streams. And they are nonstop jumping up and down, doing fucking karate kicks and shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. You can catch the Fantastics, um, the Fantastic Plastic streams on Wednesdays, which tonight, on the day of this release, which is <laughs> June 31st or July 1st. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I think it's July 1st. We're just going to go with Wednesday, July 1st. Uh, if you're listening to this today... On the day of the release, they'll be streaming tonight at 10 p.m. at twitch.tv slash fantasticplastics. Go out and get yourself some plastics. Listen to this interview. And then, and you know what? Just go look at their VODs. Um, so their schedule is Wednesday at 10 p.m., Fridays at 10 p.m. And I thought they had a psychedelic Sunday, but they might not be doing that right now. But anyways, uh, they... They're they're wild, man. They're wild. I just I don't know how they have this energy, but we'll get to them in a second. But first, go to radiomystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and check out. Well, the latest single, which we released, I think in April, was Chloroform, and we we're supposed to keep releasing singles, but COVID happened, so we're just everything went to Twitch. <laughs> but uh, we are happy to announce that we are going to be releasing a new single. Featuring the Euphoria Brass Band, and it's such a dope. Like Rain is rapping to like uh, uh, a brass band, you know, like New Orleans style brass band. It's tight. Uh, I, I 
I love those guys. Those are dear friends of ours, and uh, it's a great collaboration. So be on the lookout for that. But also go and check out Raina at twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. And uh, her schedule is Tuesdays, Thursdays, 8 a.m., and Sundays at 8 p.m. And it's fantastic. It's a nice, chill stream. You can go check it out. You can also check out WSEG-TV. You might have heard that little bumper at the beginning there about my live stream and, and the expansion of We Speak English Good, the podcast. Uh, yeah, it, we have guests, we have games, we have prizes, we have music tutorials. I'm doing live loops and shit. It's just a way for me to, uh, uh, besides interviewing people, it's a, it's a good way for me to stay in shape because since I'm not gigging regularly, I, um, uh, well, I'm turning into a dog shit player. <laughs> so uh, it's accountability. Uh, we film some of the, well, we've only done once. I've only done like seven of these. So <laughs> we have big plans. We have big plans. But we, we shot one of our music tutorials that you guys love on YouTube. So it's fun. It, it's kind of an inside look. And it's also a visual of the podcast. I'm so excited for it. It's the coolest shit ever. And when you're done, like you just hit end stream and it's all there for you. You don't have to edit anything, which I'm still editing things because I'm a fucking psychopath. But I, <laughs> I, I, it's still amazing that you have this fully formed show that I can just throw up anywhere. And um, that's that's the show. So it's to me, it's just wonderful. And um, you guys know this because I've been talking about it for fucking months. Anyways, let's get through this intro so we can get to the plastics. Go like, subscribe, and review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Fucking get in my Discord. <laughs> God damn it. More social medias. It's crazy the amount of work that I've added trying to do this stream. I've, I've, I don't know if the world opens up. I don't know if I'm going to have time to go back to the real world. Like, I have a few real world gigs where I'm doing, like, some stuff around town here but it's very low-key and it's very like distancey socially you know so it's it's not like a um, it's not music performance at all but it's just i just other gigs uh <laughs> filming okay i'm filming stuff uh but it, it's just i don't know if i have time for that shit because of all the shit that goes into these live streams it's it's nuts. You're going to get an earful of it in this upcoming uh, discussion. Discussion. <laughs> this interview we do with the Plastics. Plus, you get to learn a lot about their history, which is, which is nice. Um, you know, as I was editing, I was like, oh, my God. Like, we barely talked about them. We all we did was talk about Twitch. <laughs> um, so this was informative a lot for me. But I wanted, since I've been talking about it, since we're doing WSEG TV, I mean, I just... Talking to as many people from Twitch and the Twitch community, it, I, I think is essential. I mean, not only do I want to introduce them to a new audience, you guys, but I want to introduce you guys to a whole nother platform of, of entertainment and stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's been really fun doing this stuff. But like, subscribe, review. You can, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. Of course, we have our music tutorials on uh, the the YouTubes, and I am putting our interviews that uh, from WSEG TV up on YouTube. So, again, here's the editing thing because I'm a psychopath. I just edit out the <laughs> interviews and put them up there. So you can go check out episodes that aren't even released yet. 
in audio form. So go check that shit out. Go do it. It's fun. Finally, please leave a review. Uh, this is this is the important part because reviews help us be found in the algorithm of the podcasting world. I don't know. It, it just it really does help us be found. It just find found whatever. Anyways, go subscribe on or um, I'm sorry, leave a review on uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can leave a review for the podcast. It helps. And if you have time. Please write a review. That is so fun, and we'll read it on the fucking podcast. And I've been having a lot of fun with that. I actually want to read some of these YouTube comments because that shit is hilarious. I already have. Uh, it's just funny because the YouTube is kind of like, you know, it, it's doing well. It's it's going above and beyond what I expected. And, and now I'm getting all the fucking asshole trolls coming in here. It's like, this one guy was like, He's like, I had my headphones on, and this almost blew my ears out. And I'm sitting here like, how is that my fucking fault that I have my shit, my sound, to Unity Gain, okay? My shit sounds clean as fuck, okay? And, 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 and this guy's going to complain because he had his headphones in and his shit up too loud? Not my fault, homie. But see what I'm saying? Like, these, these comments are ridiculous. Some other person put on there, like, on, on one of my tutorials, he just put gay. Gay. It's like, dude, what, are we, like, in the early 2000s? Like, are we in high school still? Like, are we in the late 90s where we're still dropping the F-bomb? And not talking about fuck. No. What the fuck? No. I wouldn't report it as bitch ass. <laughs> I wouldn't have told on him. I don't know if anything happened. Actually, no. I deleted the comment. I yeah, I deleted the fucking comment, and the son of a bitch came back and put it right back again. And so that's when I went to YouTube and was like, and it's crazy too when you're in YouTube. Um, it's like uh, they they have once you start filing a complaint they have this software that goes through your comments and then like immediately it says is this the problem and it highlights gay and I'm like it is that was really quick i thought i was gonna have to like put a link to it or some shit nope nope they got it down so um i don't know if it's removed i hope it's removed because i don't want like you shouldn't be coming to a fucking music tutorial just to be a just to get insulted or or just be like what what you know it's just ridiculous uh, but there's also a lot of cool people on there. But YouTube is a toilet dumpster in the comment se sections anyways, so I'm not too worried about it. Anyways, I'm talking way too long. Fuck this shit. Let's get over to the fantastic plastics. And, again, these guys are fucking awesome. And, again, you guys need to go follow them. Go into the show notes. Click around. Make sure you're following them on Instagram, Twitch, anywhere you can. Because you're not going to want to miss what these guys are doing next. They got a three-step plan, bro. A three-step plan. All right, guys. Let's jump on over to the Fantastic Plastics.
handles the tech with you guys? I guess I do. Uh, uh, well, the the audio part anyway. Oh, okay. Do, do you do like the mixing and mastering and stuff too? Um. Well, we have a home studio and we record all of our own stuff. But um, if it's something that's going to be for commercial release, like our last album, we hire. Like last time we hired this guy Josh Hager to do it. Mm. Um, he's in the. He's actually in the band Devo. Uh, oh, as a nice. Current member. But he's also mostly he's known as a as a mixing and mastering engineer. That's what he does in his private life uh, or his professional life. Yeah, so it's pretty dope. <laughs> that, that's interesting. I mean, because that's like I mean that seems like a very perfect person to mixing uh, your guys' music. Uh, considering you know, like you guys make it no secret that you guys are fans of Devo and New Wave, and obviously the nature of your sound is is that of the past, but also of the future and the future of future, right? What well, I forgot. Yeah, how you... that's right. <laughs> the future of the future. The future of the future. So uh, that makes a whole lot of sense. How did you guys hook up with him? Um, through the Devo community, uh, oh, nice. we saw him at, hold on a second. Sure. Uh, we saw him at, uh, a Devo convention that we played at a few times and, um, Wait, is it in and, Ohio, uh, right? Yeah. In Cleveland. In Cle but, <laughs> but I think we really talked to him at a comic con in Boston, uh, in Boston, which he's from there, right? He's from Boston. Yeah. That, so you guys, so, so wait, so you guys just like hit him up like, Hey man, what do you think about this? <laughs> you you want to mix uh, our album? Like how how do how do you how do you go about asking a member of Devo to mix your album? Um. Well, I think he knew us from the Devo convention, and I then this this thing in Boston was 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 ill conceived at best. Um, <laughs> and we were both just kind of it, it. It's a long story, but Jerry Jerry Casali was there as well. And Josh, because he lived there, uh, was there with him to, you know, to kind of uh, just just be there, you know, hang out with him and, and help answer questions. But the whole thing was it was just a weird experience. So we were kind of stuck hanging out with him all day and uh, and we just st struck up, you know, some friendly conversations. And then uh, I was probably like, what, six months or a year later, I reached out to him and asked if he'd want to mix us. And, How did you find uh, out that he did that, though? Uh, he had mentioned it in conversation, but oh. I saw him posting on Facebook that he was taking, that he had some openings for clients. And I, I looked up his, uh, discography is not the right word, but his resume, not resume, whatever his, his credits. Like, mix, yeah. His credits. And they were crazy. Like he had mixed Miley Cyrus and, uh, well engineered Miley Cyrus, uh -huh. I think, and engineered, um, Who's the one he just did? Like he's just did like a like a weird spoken word album, not weird, but a spoken word album for um, Lana Del Rey. Uh, you know, oh, so he's got like that, these. That huge has to be credits. weird, then. I'm sure. I'm sure it's yeah. a weird spoken. <laughs> uh, yeah. word and then I meant it in the best way too. <laughs> no, I know, way. I know, I, I know. Of course. And he was in the Rentals, uh, which was awesome, and had done a lot of stuff with Matt Sharp from the Rentals, uh, also from Weezer, of course. And uh, so he knew what we wanted to sound like and what we wanted to do, and uh, so he seemed like the perfect choice. Yeah, absolutely. My, I mean, like that—that's a match made in heaven, in in in, in a fantastic plastic heaven. Um, so tell me, you guys, if, so what I get from you guys when I watch you guys streaming on Twitch, which is how I found you guys, is that, well, this is what I gathered just from bits and pieces, but you guys found um, great success on Twitch and that you guys kind of had a hard time finding a place for yourselves in the real world. Um, 
Now, is that true? Am I gathering that correctly? Or or was things going great and then Twitch made it better? I mean, how, how did that work for you guys? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I think you... Uh, I think you pretty much summed it up. We, you know, we had been a band for 10 years and most of those years we were based in New York City. And we just, I would say that we never really found uh, a large audience anywhere, but anywhere we would go, whether it was when we were living in New York and playing on the East Coast or, you know, when we toured with, on the Warp Tour, or we toured around the country, we would always find these pockets of like super dedicated fans that got what we were doing and, you know, so we may have been playing in front of smaller crowds and we would tour, but those people were really, really into it. But it wasn't enough to sustain or justify touring like we were. Um, and so the cool thing about Twitch was when we started, we had those pockets of people that we had connected with when we toured and who did know us, you know, through various means. And that started our following, you know, which was small at first. You know, we had what, like maybe a dozen people for the first couple months that were just there every week. And then uh, when we basically decided that was going to be the thing we were going to do and we started getting on Twitch for three nights a week and, you know, staying on longer and just being more consistent, it just blew up overnight almost. We got, what, like a big raid? Yeah, and I can't remember when that was. Like in November, uh, yeah, November. or something. We got a couple raids from a uh, couple streams. And, uh, you know, I think one of them had like almost a thousand people oh, and shit. yeah. And it made a huge difference because they stuck around and they kept coming back the people mm -hmm. and our audience just started growing like from then on. So you're saying this last November. Yeah. Yeah. This oh. is all recent. We've only been on Twitch a year. Oh shit. And, okay. <laughs> and really for like the last five months of it, has it been you know, really growing. The first six months, we were pretty much in obscurity on Twitch. Mm. For the we were, yeah, we weren't really streaming that regularly in the beginning. We were just kind of maybe once one a night week a week, or, yeah, pretty much, were which you, isn't enough. Were you guys, were you guys, um, uh, um, touring also and like working as you know, playing out as as the as the plastics as well, or or were you guys sort of refocusing into Twitch? Um, yeah, we were in the beginning, we were still playing gigs, um, mostly just like weekend kind of gigs in the area or not that far from here. And, um, and where are you guys at? It, um, right now we're in Peoria, Illinois, but we kind of oh. form, formed the band as it is now in New York. We were there for a long time in Brooklyn, but, um, but we've been here for about three years now. So no, you guys, you guys uh, are originally from the Midwest or New York? Yeah, we both grew up here in Illinois. In the Chicago and, area? Um, actually, like three hours south in the... Oh, really? Peoria? I thought that was a suburb outside of Chicago. I guess that's quite a suburb. No. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's three hours south of Chicago, three hours north of St. Louis, right and like in the middle. four yeah. hours west of Indianapolis. So Whoa. it's always kind of been this cool Midwest hub. And it's always had this amazing original uh, music scene that like goes back to the 80s where... It's just this weird pocket of super creative people doing really weird, innovative music, but also with sort of like a weird chip on its shoulder that it sort of stays very contained to itself. It's it's really strange. I I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's like a music cult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 while people will celebrate your successes for leaving and touring and doing that, there's always sort of a weird insular thing here where uh 
just because we find success outside of it doesn't mean you're going to have it here. You know, it, it's, right. it's, it's a, I mean, not, not to say that we don't, we have, we do have fans and friends here and, and, and we do well when we play here, but it, it doesn't always translate. And, you know, bands can come from out of town touring bands that are, you know, indie, indie big deals, if you want to say it that way. Mm. And they just won't draw here because I don't know. It's just the weirdest, it's the weirdest scene. Bubble. What, yeah. what, what's the, what's like the population there? Uh, it's around a hundred thousand, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I live in Toledo, Ohio currently. Um, I was, in, okay. I was in San Diego for like 15 years doing, you know, music and stuff. So like, uh, I, I kind of know, I, I kind of get that, that vibe. Yeah. It's kind of a small vibe and there's still an arts community there, but it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily always, I, well, it sounds like it was thriving for you guys, but like for, for me here in Toledo it was sort of like when I left Toledo, it was kind of dead. Um, there were some cool things kind of happening and some people stuck around and made it cool. And now when I came back, it's, it's really cool. But uh, I kind of understand that, that whole, like, there's just sort of like, I mean, I, there's like one good show in the show in the city and that's where everybody's going that night. And, and then if there's another show kind of competing, sorry, Charlie, it's over for you. Uh, and, yeah. that, and that's sort of, and also it, like you're saying, it's sort of insular and you're kind of just in this little bubble of your own kind of small town. And I, I don't know, I, I feel like um, maybe there's a lack of appreciation for the arts in this world. Well, there was one once at one time in this city. I don't know, but you you guys said that the that your that Peoria was sort of a, a city that sort of fostered the arts. What kind of music came out in the eighties? Um, well, I, I'd back up a little bit. Sure. First, and say that uh, it's very similar to what you described, actually, uh -huh. the way you described Toledo. So, you know, there is there's little pockets of different scenes, and and we're not you know hip to every scene. Uh, they're all they're all fairly small, but there's always been a pretty good original music scene, mm -hmm. and and it used to and and at times when there's a venue that would foster it, yeah. uh, it would grow bigger and be better because it would inspire kids to pick up guitars and start bands. Right. And and right now we're back in a lull where there's no venues, um, oh, wow. ex except for house shows. Right. And so you know uh, it's it's a strange it's a strange place, but I wouldn't say that the community exactly fostered it either. I mean mm. parts of the parts of the community did, but it's always been so it's always been underground but always had some really cool things come out of it so um to answer questions and like the i, I don't know how, you know i wasn't around in the 80s but i know in the late 80s and early 90s the first big band uh i remember as like a small kid hearing about because they were like on phil donahue and making the news was this band called bloody mess in the scabs <laughs> <laughs> they were like a, they were like G.G. Allen and Dead Kennedys mixed together. Oh my god, that sounds fucking awful. Uh, <laughs> was yeah, it, I mean, was it, it amazing? But like awfully amazing. I think by the time I was old enough to go to shows, they were. I don't know that I actually ever got to see them. I've seen V. I remember seeing VHS copies of them. And I think I would have hated every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> but now I think uh, I would have a huge appreciation right. for it, and I would dig dig what they were trying to do. But at that time, that's not the kind of music right. I liked, I guess. Right. No, but no. No, I, I think looking back, what they were doing was super special. And they were, you know, they were paving a path for themselves that no one else was doing. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would love to have a time machine and go back and 
and see the madness that they were they were bringing upon <laughs> well, people. I just love those bands that push the boundaries of what performance is. You know, like like even Gigi Allen, even though he was throwing sh- his feces at, at people and you know cutting his face with glass or whatever the fuck he's doing. He's still pushing these boundaries and making people feel shit, you know, like even if it's fear of their life. But, you know, <laughs> he's still uh, making an impact, making people, you know, feel. And, and uh, uh, Guar is another band that comes to mind yeah. that kind of sort of pushes the boundaries of uh, performance art. And um, there's we got lots to of tour them. with them. <laughs> no shit. That's amazing. How long ago uh, was that? Uh, they were on the 2017 Warp Tour, and uh, they were on a way bigger stage than us, but we got to be friends with some of them, and uh, it was that was a cool summer to get to spend with those guys and get to see, you know, behind the scenes and, and all that. That was, um, that's with the new singer. That was with the, the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The lady singer. The no, lady. no, no. Uh, the, she, I believe that if I don't remember the story, right, she may have only actually sang on one song, but that oh. song got really popular on YouTube. Gotcha. Um, I don't think she was a full-time deal, but I, I'm not for sure. She was awesome. I mean, they should have, they should have kept her. Oh on. yeah. I love that. that Hell, it, it was such a it was such a it was an interesting change and um but anyways uh <laughs> back to you guys so you guys uh before before you guys got on twitch you guys were uh you guys were touring and grinding it out and then so you said that as soon as you started being a little bit more consistent on twitch is when you started seeing more of the effects uh or more of a growth my bad uh it, yeah and, and- yeah, I'm uh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, I'm no, sorry. no, I, I want you to cut me off. Please cut me oh. off. <laughs> well, one thing I'll say is that when I say consistent on Twitch, I don't just mean that we were consistently performing on mm-hmm. Twitch. I mean, we consistently were watching other music streamers and supporting them. And mm-hmm. it's really a two-way street, and I don't think enough people realize that. They get on Twitch, and they're like, yeah. you know, they start their stream, and they don't understand maybe why their audience isn't growing or why they're not connecting. Right. And it wasn't like a premeditated thing we did. We were just genuinely curious, yeah. curious what like, was what out there. Forget, well, what other people are doing and trying to learn the culture of Twitch too. So. Right. There's a culture, there's a language. And mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I love it. And, and the thing is about Twitch for us and for my entire family is that it's completely sucked us in. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, addicting. Yeah. You, yes. And, and, um, you know, it, to the point where I, I had to like chill the fuck out for a couple of days. Like I just, I like, you know, I cannot throw bits at anybody right now. I have to like right. chill out. Uh, but, but it is, it sucks you in and it's super addictive and, and the community is, and, and, and you're kind of, I like what you're saying about, you know, people get on Twitch and I have several friends right now. And obviously because of this pandemic we're going through right now, Twitch is seeing a rise. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so a lot of my friends who are musicians are just getting on there and and they're doing the whole like, let's stream to Facebook, let's stream to YouTube, let's stream to Twitch, let's stream to everything and, you know, trying to make a little bit of money. And they're not kind of understanding that, like, maybe you should like pick. I, I always tell them, like, go to Twitch, just just invest your time in Twitch and, and actually go and hang out. And like go like hang out in the chat, like go talk to somebody, go to another musician and, and just sort of chill in their chat. And, and uh, you know, a lot of my musician friends are musician nerds who are like, if they're not playing music, they're, you know, they're not, you know, they're sleeping. So it's like mm-hmm. they literally don't take the time to step away from their instrument to grow their platform. And, and I think that's what you guys are touching on is like you have to participate. You can't just... Yeah, I, Plug I in can and go. I can talk about this for way too long, but oh, of course, but in, in 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 
in the quickest way I can sum it up, a couple things I would say is that consider Twitch your local music scene. And mm-hmm. if you're a band in your local music scene and you only go to shows when you're playing the show, no one's going to come out and support you uh, aside from your friends and family, right? You've, mm-hmm. you've got to go out there. You've got to build a relationship. You've got to show that you truly care. You can't be fake about it. You know, you can't, people are going to see through that. It's like you genuinely, and so I'm not saying go watch every streamer and, and that's what it takes. I'm saying go find the people you really like yeah. and become a part of their community. They will become a part of your community. And um, that's how I think it grows. At least that's how it helped for us. I mean, right. we just we just stopped watching uh, like Hulu and Netflix and just started watching Twitch all the time. And we fell <laughs> yeah. in love with, the, you know, like like Matt Gaddy and Bad Tooth Records and uh, a couple streams. And I, I could keep naming people all day, so I don't, I, I hate doing that. But, <laughs> but you know, and now I, we feel, at least I don't know if they feel the same way, but we feel like that's our music scene. Like these people are in a scene and we're there to support them and they're supporting us. And to your friends that want to stream across multiple platforms, and I almost get to the point where I like probably drive people nuts saying this, <laughs> like stop. Stop streaming on Facebook. Stop streaming on Instagram. Stop streaming on YouTube. Because what are you going to do? You're going to build an audience on there. And now you're trying to cover across three platforms. How are you ever going to keep that audience engaged if you're streaming across all these platforms all the time? So just get on one, stick with it, build that audience, and be on there as, as much as possible. Because like, let's say you go to Facebook and you make well, okay, the first problem with Facebook, I'm sorry, I'm, Miranda's looking at me like, shut up. No, no, I <laughs> no, want no. this. This is exactly okay. what I want to so, talk about. <laughs> the, the first problem with streaming on Facebook or Instagram is you're streaming to the people you already know. You've mm-hmm. Those are already your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Your Facebook and Instagram do not allow foster a way for you to build an audience. They foster a way for you to maintain the audience you already have. Mm-hmm. But th- their algorithms work against you because you, if you're posting on your page like what is it like five percent of your followers actually see it yeah and and they people just scroll like they'll like oh cool so and so's live five minutes they're into it they're bored and they're scrolling on and you know they're commenting on somebody's latest post or whatever right. but but twitch is there to make the viewer a part of the show yes and and anyway so okay i'm i'm, I'm going on and on but look find the platform that works for you stick with it and it's going to take time you're not going to get yeah. on you're not going to get on there and make money for a while. And that shouldn't be, and if that's your goal, then you might want to reevaluate why you're doing it in the first place. No, absolutely. And, and, and it's interesting to see even like these big names. Um, there's some uh, regional guys around here who have really big, um, still have cachet in the region and they've been doing these shows every week and, and even start doubling the shows. And then as you see the weeks sort of go on, you sort of see their numbers. At the beginning, it was like, you know, 2,000 people were watching them. And then, you know, a, a couple of weeks later, it was like, you know, 1,000. And now it's like 30 people. And, these you know, these guys carry a name in the area. And uh, and so it's like it, the same people aren't going to keep coming to your show. I mean, they will. Uh, I think I'm getting that. that. That's the wrong way to start that sentence. Um, I, I just people don't want to see like Facebook isn't the platform to keep going and, and keep playing the same songs and keep trying to grow an, uh, an acoustic set. It, it's just it, like you're saying, it works against you. Your posts don't get seen. It, it's just not some it's not a community that that is built to foster community in that sense. Um, anyways, I, I 
it's not it's not fun either. Like I don't really have fun watching you're right. people you're right. stream on there. Because the like, interaction Twitch becomes a game. Right, oh, exactly. It, Twitch is like this really cool interactive game that that can actually be a fucking game, which is amazing. It, it, that that like I was playing marbles. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that game marbles. You, you know, you yeah, yeah. It, it's just like it, it's amazing. You just sit there for hours <laughs> just watching marbles <laughs> race and just commenting and shit talking and it's fun you know in, in jest and in good time um and you have no control it's the funniest right. video game because you have no control over any of it. <laughs> it's like betting on the ponies or something it's like <laughs> i don't know what's going on here but it's it's addictive and, and you have to be involved um so when this pandemic hit um you guys uh what what was sort of the first things you guys did uh, in regards to music and uh, in regards to the direction you were taking, I mean, did you guys have plans before the pandemic? Did you guys have like a tour set up, or um, did what? What were your plans before the pandemic? Um, we had a few shows. Like we had some things planned in Austin, and we had we were going to be playing in Ohio. That that might still happen. It's at the, at the end of July, but we weren't really planning a tour or anything like that because we were getting into Twitch so much mm -hmm. and. And we both work from home already anyway, so uh, it, it hasn't we're, – we're pretty fortunate that it hasn't affected us too much as, as yeah. much as other people. I think by by early January, we had basically decided that we were done touring. <laughs> the, the, the stuff was already working for us yeah. on Twitch, and we were having so much fun. And um, I, I think we – you know, before COVID – came like we had already made up our mind that this is this is who we're going to be now so we were pretty fortunate to yeah. have had the groundwork already laid and um you know had already started to foster our audience to build our audience and i mean look the the, the truth of it is and we I, I the the economics of touring and i don't mean like financially necessarily but just of time and everything is just really dumb. Um, <laughs> you, 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 I agree you, so much. You, you, you practice all week, right? Yeah. And then it's the day of the show. So, okay, it's the day of the show. Maybe you'll practice that day. Maybe you won't. But like, let's say your, your scheduled show time is at 11 PM mm. and you're playing a show that's, you know, either whether it's in your hometown or two or three hours away, you know, you're supposed to load in at six o'clock, right? right? But you don't play till 11. So right there, you've either whether it's local or not, you've spent the time to load up your car, drive it there, unload your stuff, and now you've got nothing you can do for five hours before you play. So you have to kill time, which means you're going to be spending money drinking or eating or you're going to be taking naps in your car. Whatever it is, you're just – that, that opportunity cost of waiting is so high. Right. And now you get to play for, what, 40 minutes? <laughs> And maybe there'll be people there. Maybe they won't. And now you're done, right? You, you, your show's over. It's midnight. Well, guess what? The bar doesn't close till 2, which means you don't get paid out till 3 a.m. <laughs> so you've basically given up an entire day to play for 40 minutes, you know, where we can get, we can go down to our basement and play, you know, three to five hours on Twitch. And uh, it's no skin off our hide. You know, it's just like we walk downstairs. It's what we'd be practicing anyway. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. And now we're doing it in front of people and it's so much better. So, yeah. So, look, we're not going to be touring. It, <laughs> it, it would have to be pretty uh, enticing, I guess, for us to. That's what we keep talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> We've always been chill about like playing for basically no money or for whatever the display of the door is. But we now have a guarantee right? <laughs> and it's more than anyone's going to want to pay That's because great. we don't want to have to do it. You know what I mean? You're like, goddamn right. 
Someone's gonna have to cough up. No, you're <laughs> damn right, dude. You you gave you you guys gave yourself a raise, and you guys carved out your own path. And and fuck those people that didn't get it. They just didn't get it, you know. And it's it. I you know I had that same. Can, I had that same almost to the fucking exact words. Uh, a conversation with uh, one of my musician friends who I was talking to, and I said it just like that. I mean, he's like, "Think about it, man." And, and, and like, and then like, you know, you get home at three in the fucking morning, and if it's like thirty below zero, you have to carry your heavy ass equipment in. And, and, oh, maybe you can have the luxury of living in a decent part of the neighborhood, and maybe it's not too hot. You can leave your shit in and just stumble in and crash, or you know, it's, it's like it's like just the whole idea of going out and lugging equipment i mean it's just I, I'm, I'm almost 40 you know like i don't need to be the doing grind. i don't need yeah. to be doing it anymore i i've done it i've done so much of it and and, and not not that i'm not gonna ever do it again but i just don't i don't know it's not like you know like I don't know. Twitch it, for us, it was amazing. It's been really amazing, and like the people we've been meeting, and and Raina was able to uh, to be a f uh, get affiliate rather quickly, and uh, you know, and you know, the streams have been growing, and, and things have been really great for her and and her stream. So it's just been really cool to see, and it's just I feel like Twitch is <laughs> like a great place for like the misunderstood musicians of the world. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. The misfit, like the misfit toys. The, the misfit land. toys, for real. <laughs> yeah. We're the misfit toys. It's like we don't know where we fit, but like you yeah. fit in here, and it's very interesting that it's just it's because like people don't even. You know, like there's people that I watch that play that I, I you know, I, I don't even necessarily care for the way they play their instrument or how they sing. But I love just who they are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's not they're not the greatest singer or they're not the greatest pianist or whatever it is, you know. Um, it, but yeah. I just love their personality and I just yeah. loved it that, you know, it, it's just, it's just a cool thing. I've been talking to a lot of people about Twitch and, uh, I'm sure they're sick of it too. I'm sure as your friends got sick of it pretty quickly <laughs> as well. Um, so what, at the <laughs> beginning of this pandemic then, did, did you guys notice, did you guys see that rise in, in numbers? Um, cause I know Twitch is reporting a 24% increase in, in user and I'm sure that's going up. That was the last time. I checked. Did you guys see a big jump once this pandemic really settled in? Yeah, definitely. And it seems like it it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, keeps going up. Yeah, yeah. Because people are getting tired of Netflix and other. They, yeah. they need some kind of entertainment, and and people are really missing going to those live shows and concerts and things that got canceled. So this is like their, you know, alternative to that now. Yeah, I, I would say I. I I'm wearing people out because I have these like speeches <laughs> I've been giving. But one of the other speeches I've been giving is like, you know, for for 50 years, TV was a passive experience, right? Mm -hmm. You like you sat on your couch and you were force fed whatever was on whatever channels or streaming services you had available to you. And commercials every 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and now Twitch is like it's interactive. Like you as the viewer are watching something happening in real time and you as the viewer have some control over it. Some streamers like Mr. Greggles literally give you control over their stream, you know, or, or ETC kid, like, you know, you like literally control are what they're of, doing. Yeah, the watcher, the viewers are part of the stream. Yeah. They control like the lights or the beats or, or some aspect of it, or, uh, you know, or even at the very least, the person on the camera is talking back to you. They see what you're typing and they're responding to you in real time. And that is 
that is fun. <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it just, um, it just changed the way I just thought about it. Be, and the interesting thing is that we actually, I, I heard about Twitch when they, uh, when they opened up Twitch to artists or creators, I think is what they called it or something like that. And that was a few years ago. And I remember hearing it on, um, JRE and uh they were just passively talking about it. it's like oh yeah artists are getting on there now it's like I bet now's a good time to get on there and so me and Reina were like oh let's let's check it out let's make a profile and just uh, I don't know life happened and we just never looked into it but so she has had this profile just sort of sitting dormant for three years or something and and then she's just like all right well you know our gigs are canceled and um you know, we were just, you know, like she got on the Twitch not thinking is like this isn't going to be a money thing. You know, I don't expect I'm not putting any expectations into this. Uh, and she looked at it. I think she looked at it in the right way. And um, uh, and like you guys were kind of saying uh, at the beginning, is like a lot of musicians are just jumping on plugging in play. It's like I'm streaming. I don't know why I'm growing, but they're not actually interacting. And I think it's just it's just you know, for the misfit toys. And uh, it's just for a certain kind of people. And I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not for everybody, but uh, I, I feel like it's for a certain kind of people that, uh, I don't know, like, it just, it's, I think I'm talking in circles now and <laughs> let's move <laughs> on. Well, yeah, it's I, definitely, it's, it's more, it's, it's so much more than just the music. Right. And like you were saying, like, even if somebody isn't the best, a musician or singer it, it's it's about the personality and the interaction and the conversation and even we see people having conversations amongst themselves in our chat like that don't even involve us right, and they're, right. they're hanging out they're like having a hangout with each other like just watching us so it's, it's yeah, pretty cool we kind of treat it it's almost like i keep saying it's like a house party you know like there's the band down in the basement but you know there's a bunch of people in the kitchen hanging out they can still hear the music and <laughs> oh, they're yeah. having a good time but yeah. you know yeah but, absolutely Especially you your guys' stream. Hi, hi, we got lucky. We have a great community. I have no idea how they found us or why <laughs> they have so much fun. But uh. oh well, I mean, I, I probably the. I mean, it's the whole vibe. I mean, let, let's talk about the vibe. Can we talk okay. about the vibe? Yeah. Can we get a vibe check? <laughs> Can we get a vibe check here? Uh, so, uh, you know, anybody listening to this that's not familiar with Fantastic Plastics, I immediately. Uh, should you should immediately just stop this and just go check out the fantastic plastic start on youtube maybe i you know i mean twitch is a great place to catch them live but maybe i just go google them and uh figure that out but uh the aesthetic you know it, it's this very retro 80s you know new wave thing but you have custom costumes you guys have visual effects a project it, it's a projector right am i right about that or is that a green uh, screen no, that's a projector. That it's is a combination. Projector. Yeah. Well, our clothes, we, we chroma key our clothes, and, and as of last night, our skin sometimes. <laughs> what did you guys, yeah. oh, shit, I missed last night. What, it was did pretty you, wild. Did you guys, you guys painted green on your skin? No, we just chroma keyed the color of skin. Of our skin. <laughs> it was so trippy. Tyson just thought of it at the last, he's like, oh, I just thought of something we should try, because we were, like, celebrating um that we just yeah, we hit three thousand followers yeah. so we were trying to figure out some way to celebrate it and i was like i bet we can chroma key our skin and miranda <laughs> is like you know she's good with colors and she's like oh i know how to do this and she plugged in the color of skin and it, and worked. it, and it worked and it looks because it's not a static image on us it's, no, it's a video so yeah. yeah we look like a freaking like uh, a uh painting, roy yeah. lichtenstein yeah. painting come to life or something <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go see that rerun. That's fucking amazing. Uh, so you guys, who who does? There's a third member, right? Like I think I've heard you guys talk about another person who's behind the uh, the scenes. Yeah, Chicken Burger Disco is his name. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken Burger Disco, excellent. Yeah, he he's just amazing, like an amazing creative person, and and um, he and Tyson actually started the band in two thousand nine. Uh, you should tell the story really. Like, oh, so well, yeah, yeah. I, anyway, yeah. So we started out as a Chicken Burger Disco, and I had worked together uh, on a bunch of other things. <laughs> We call him CBD for short. CBD. All right. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he has healing effect. That's right. So he, uh, I won't go into the whole story. You can, you can like check out our discord for more of the backstory, but huh? basically a, a, as we sit today, uh, Miranda makes uh, our costumes, uniforms, uniforms are not costumes, <laughs> uniforms. So she hand, hand, hand makes them and hand and, and tailors them and everything. And then chicken burger disco does all the visual video stuff. So like the stuff we were projecting and, uh, and also the stuff we wear as chroma key uniforms. Those are like his, that's his artwork. And he also does the bass and the drums for most of our songs. Oh, cool. And, and then, uh, I, I co-write and, uh, um, I, and, uh, yeah. So each of us basically has a role in the band and it works really well. And he, we were living in Champaign, Illinois, when we started, the band and Miranda was making uniforms for us. And then I moved to New York and then Miranda replaced uh chicken burger disco in the band, but, but chicken burger disco still co-writes with us today. Like we, like we email files back and forth and we talk every day on, you know, new adventures and everything we're working on. So it's pretty cool. New, yeah. ad new adventures. Like, like, what do you mean? New adventures? Just, just what you're working on in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're, and we're always trying to come up with something different to do innovative on Twitch. We're, I don't know. We have a bunch of ideas right now because we want to be able to stream more often, but it's so physically exhausting what we do that, uh, you know, it takes us a day or two to recover. So we don't, we can't be on there. Like three days a week is already almost killing us physically yeah. uh, so, because, you know, we're high energy for three hours, right. you know, tough. So we're trying to find some other ideas that, of stuff we can do on Twitch that are new and innovative. So yeah, anyway, who knows what we'll do? That, who knows? That, that doesn't involve you actually just jumping up and down and f freaking out all night. Right. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I love that you just do theremin solos, by the way. That's just wonderful. It's like, do a theremin solo. Here we go. Woo! Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, I love that thing. Is, is that sort of like, um, not a distraction, but is that sort of a, a way for you to go kind of reset? and uh, sort of get ready for the next song yeah or just like if if we need to take a little break um mm -hmm. uh twitch has like a couple different point systems and the longer you watch somebody the more points you get so people can earn points and get a theremin solo just for them oh yeah so, that's right that's right yeah, that's right you yeah, can they can redeem your that. points yeah so that's what we've that. been doing lately. <laughs> I forgot about that. You know, someone on our stream came up with a good idea. I'm sure someone's already did it, but like, you know, 10,000 points or something gets you like a t-shirt or something. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to do that too. Um, Cause with stream labs or stream elements, they both have merch stores. Oh, nice. And, and you can use, so Twitch has their loyalty points mm -hmm. uh, in the chat, but then if you use like stream labs or stream elements and probably Nightbot too has their own loyalty and point system. And if you use their merch stores, you can use those points to buy merch. But the trick is, you know, 
you can set how people earn those and the rate which they earn them. And we made the mistake of having gambling turned on. <laughs> and we have a couple people with like a million points yeah. so, and, and and where most people have like under 5,000. So we were going to set it for like, let's say 25,000 points. You could get a shirt because the shirts aren't cheap to those stores no. or like 30 bucks or whatever. But like this one dude has a million points that he could like literally bankrupt us. <laughs> So, so we've been trying to think of a way to get people to like burn them off and then we're going to reset and then set that up. But it's a, it's a great idea, but the best streamers you'll find have figured out a way to use that point system to help create the universe that is essential to their stream and to do something that doesn't really cost them money to give it away. So nice. like, uh, like very handsome Billy's another streamer we mm -hmm. like, he uses it, uh, as a way that you can like vote in a polling system to get to decide like what mashups he creates on the fly, for instance. And so uh, everyone gets a vote, but if you have those points, you can buy more votes, like yeah. raffle tickets basically. Nice. And then at the end, if you win the raffle, then he will take the song of your choice and mash it up. So he takes like three people, you get three winners. Anyway, I, but anyway, the best people are the people that find a way to use those points um, that makes it fun for the streamers, but also doesn't cost anyone any money, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I just love that idea of like how you were saying they, they sort of create the the culture in their universe, they sort of create their world. I love that. I love the idea of like world building. You know, like like you know, like a classic examples like Star Wars. You know, is just this huge yeah. universe. But I, I like my brain doesn't function in like a writing sense. So like the fun thing, it, it's. Um, I mean, since the pandemic, I just started sort of started building out my world for the podcast because once all of my exterior responsibilities of being a musician who's constantly on the road and constantly playing gigs or whatever, as soon as that vanished, it was just like, oh, I have all the time in the world. In fact, they are paying me to build my world. The government is paying me currently to build out my world, and um, I just... I just love the idea of it, just like building out the the website, you know. And I even made like the profile for Twitch and stuff. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start streaming the podcast and everything. So, it's just been really cool. The idea of world building. I mean, are you guys into like sci-fi and stuff? I mean, it seems like you guys would love sci-fi. Oh, yeah, that's our whole. That's our. That's our shtick. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's it, brother. <laughs> it's us. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, um, like, are you? I mean, you have favorite authors. I mean, do you books yeah, yeah i'm, I'm a, I, yeah i'm obsessed with uh william gibson oh i don't know I've never so like he wrote so he wrote the book that sort of started uh cyberpunk it, it's called neuromancer uh, yeah yes. kind of inspired like the matrix and yeah like, yeah, things, yeah yeah i have heard of this neuromancer. and he, he writes a bunch and his books are just really far out they're kind of like arduous and kind of hard to read aren't they yeah, yeah, because there's a lexicon in them with no glossary. And... <laughs> you just have to you just have to keep reading though. You'll it like it sinks in eventually. But, yeah. But at the in the beginning, you're just like, what? Like, Wh where, what am is I happening? <laughs> yeah. Like Miranda and I read that book together at the same time, and you know, then we'd have discussions at night about it. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was like we had read two different books. Yeah. <laughs> what I got from it, what he got from it. But that's what's kind of cool yeah. about it. It right. becomes your own thing, and so if you go into it understanding that that but purposefully there is no designed meaning to those words that it's up to your imagination and if you can just feel uncomfortably comfortable with that or comfortably uncomfortable with that they're awesome books but some people just need everything spelled out for them and yeah um and i i, I was one of those people too when i first started reading them like 
what the hell is a blah 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 and and then i realized oh it doesn't matter yeah like like it just doesn't matter they don't expect he doesn't the author doesn't expect you to know that you just have to jump in and just go yeah and be part of it it's almost like you're wearing a vr and you're in this which is part of the whole story too so we actually have a few songs that are inspired by the books nice and then of course george orwell of course you know 1984 is a big inspiration well i mean that that's (laughs) i mean it's playing out Kind of. Not. What if it's always been playing out though? Slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly but surely coming to a to a head. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, it's funny. Like you know, any time you start going down this path, and especially in the times we're in, it just it just gets dark real fast. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. It just there's there's so many cogs in the machine that if if one little thing sort of slips, it, it just is all sort of you know crumble. Which is a sad part about our 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 our, our society is that we're it's uh it's so easily um easily fucking you know, stoppable you know like it's just uh, it's crazy it's crazy uh, um, let's go uh, just please. one second I, I want to go back to the world building I would thing. love I just... to let's get out of fucking the world ending shit <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so one thing I've noticed, I, I am like a keen Twitch observer. Like I, I study these people like mm-hmm. crazy. And I think that the majority of your good streamers that are big, they created a world that created itself just by the inertia of their viewers and their stream. They didn't they didn't necessarily start out right out of the gate saying, I'm going to create this world and here it is. And I with the exception of a couple people. So like, I have you heard of the cardboard cowboy? No, but I'm writing it down now. Okay. <laughs> cardboard underscore cowboy. That guy built a universe right out of the gate and he has a universe and it works. But for most people, unfortunately, I think if you come right out of the gate with a universe, it almost becomes isolating to mm-hmm. people because they feel like they're not in on whatever the universe is that you've created. Right. And um, there's this group of musicians that I watch that I've been on there for at least six months that have this really amazing looking stream. They have this like whole like world they've built and no one is watching them. And I just feel so bad for them because (laughs) I think they made it so good right out of the gate that no one can understand what they're doing. Like it's too far. You know what I mean? Versus like another good streamer we watch named Christy Cates. She has a universe, but it's obvious to me, at least I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I think it, built itself over time you know i think her viewers helped create it and we've kind of had this universe of our own you know based on our comic books and our music but we didn't jump onto twitch starting with that because it's just hard to keep that up and we don't want to be tied to like some kind of like shtick like that and so what's happened is our viewers that are watching us are building a universe for us (laughs) which is great like they're creating this thing um and so i think you have to be real careful there's another music streamer uh, that we watch that is world building and he's got this great thing going. He's even like writing a sci-fi novel uh, as part of his stream. And he's like a music streamer. He's got this amazing thing, but it's so hard. Like as a new person to jump into the middle of it, you feel like you've been thrown into the middle of a really complex movie and you need to catch up. So I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think you have to be careful when you do that. Yeah. I, I think you have to 
let the people build it with you. Because it's know. more fun for them too if they feel like they're a part of it. Definitely. Yeah, they 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 need to be in on it. That's yeah. That's yeah, you you can't fight the current. You gotta sort of just roll with what sort of comes out of it. It's like you can have the idea. It's like when you go to write a song and you have the whole and you hear it all in your head. And then when you're done recording it, it's not what you heard in your head, but it's still cool. But it's definitely not what I heard in my head. You know, it's sort of like you sort of uh, you sort of forged a path as you went with this a uh, general idea. Uh, that's one approach, I suppose. But it's just uh, sort of just letting the the tide sort of sweep you in a direction and and just uh, sort of going with it. Uh, I yeah. could see that. Yeah, you fight against the tide, you get you drown. There, you know, there are those people that get it though. Like yeah, like Poppy when Poppy first came out, like that was a world building experience. Like there was a whole thing and. It was so weird. It worked right off the bat, you know. Uh, she's now, I think, kind of thrown that whole world away, or she's got she's gone in a different direction. But for a couple of years, that was the coolest thing going around on the internet. I think um, yeah, I, one of the weirdest things. It, she wasn't on Twitch. She was like a YouTuber, but mm. it, it was sorry. Caffeine's kicked in. I'm, That's <laughs> great. No, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so you know, with with the the rise of Twitch right now and the rise of, I mean the need for live streaming i mean just for people to work right now i mean when we were uh we, we right now in toledo you can't get a camera a a, a decent like a shitty camera you can't even get a shitty mm -hmm. webcam right now that's uh, true you can't even get them on amazon you can't get yeah. them anywhere yeah we we got maybe one of the last ones on the way you know i had to borrow the one it, we we went out and got this uh we, we were just like fuck it we're gonna do this like we just decided we're like you know what she got affiliate um, you know, like we don't, we didn't know, we don't know where this is going to go. Right. We don't know. And, and that's fine because as artists, we're constantly reinventing ourselves. So this is just another time we got to do that again. So, um, it's, but, uh, we just, were like, fuck it. We're going all in. And, uh, we went and got a nice gaming system. Uh, it's water cooled. <laughs> and, whoa, okay. whoa. Hey, watch out. I think it is. You'll have to ask her. I don't know. I, I'm kind of dumb when it comes to this. It's actually been really frustrating to go back to PC and try to learn that again. So it's, um, but it, it's, it's fun, you know, it's learning. Um, but yeah, like we just went all in and then right before our stream with our new computer, our webcam broke. <laughs> And oh, we had to no. scour the city for a, a, a webcam. No one had one. I'm like, let's just go to the Dollar General and just see if they have a shitty one. And she was like, I'll just put a still picture up. You know, I, I don't care. We'll just do this. And I was like, well, let's just call it off. Like, there's no sense in, you know, you know, reverting back to shit. Because we she just wants a nice stream. And, that, and that's understandable. Mm -hmm. uh, and my friend you, came you, through. You can use your phone as a camera. Yes. Uh, I don't can. know. I've seen videos. Um, yeah. You know, you can use like your iPhone or exactly. whatever. Well, so. that was one of my solutions. I was like, iPhone, let's use the iPhone. And she's like, no, nah, that's a little unstable. It, you know, my friend ended up coming through. And, and thank God for Jason. Uh, thank you, Jason. I love you. Mm, kisses. Um, he, uh, he came through big time with that. But it... <laughs> But it, it's like those uh, those technical difficulties. Did, what, do you guys have any uh, technical faults? Or faults? Did you guys have any uh, technical meltdowns that like big ones? In the ones? beginning, <laughs> In the beginning was yeah. was the hard part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. we. I think there was one stream where we just we had no audio and we started playing a song and they could hear us through only the webcam. So all they could hear was like Tyson strumming the strings and me. <laughs> 
tapping the keyboard and, like and, and both of us screaming <laughs> over nothing. And there and people in the chat are like, there's no music, there's no music. And like trying to tell us something was wrong. And then, yeah, we had it. So yeah, we, we definitely, ha- you have to go through those things. I yeah. think to work it all out. And yeah, we're on the verge of one again. We, um, we want to add a third camera and, and some other stuff, but we're like totally CPU bound. And I don't want to like pop for like a $2,000 or $3,000, you know, computers so i i bought the biggest processor that our motherboard would support mm-hmm. this weekend nice. you know we're gonna try to put it in but i'm like i'm just so scared scary like, yeah. i'm just gonna ruin everything did you guys you know? did you have any kind of like i mean besides like just basic computer knowledge of like surfing internet writing documents up and stuff like that did you have any um have do you have any training in this or have any experience with this or did you have Tyson to sort of oh, okay so He's- He's an IT guy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So this is right up your alley. Uh, yeah, to some degree. To some degree. <laughs> it's a whole new world, though. I mean, Twitch and the OBS platforms and all of it are just, they're all hacky. You know, everything's like freeware, openware, people c- coming up with creative ways to Make to it. fix problems. And like like the way, so we use Reaper as our dig- digital audio workstation, mm-hmm. and we use Streamlabs as our OBS, mm-hmm. and Long story short, it's not real easy to get the audio. No, the internal routing is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, so we found this thing called like a Voxango, yeah. some weird like hacked like VST plugin. Right. But but it creates a situation where we can't hear anything happening in the OBS. So like if alerts <sighs> come up, we have to choose whether we hear them or our audience hears them. And like if we wanted to like pull up a YouTube video, like no one would be able to hear it except for us. So it's like, anyway, it's these, these are problems we have to get around. There's no. solutions to them, but I'm, I'm once facing... you have something working, you're like, Oh, I don't want yeah, to change it. That's how exactly how right is like, please don't do any internal routing right now. Okay. We just got this shit together. I'm like, come on. There's this program called banana clip. We can get this shit done. You know, and she is just not having it right now because we finally got it to where it's kind of dialed in and it sounds good. And, you know, I'm just trying to make it sound better. You know, I just like mm-hmm. it can always sound better. Speaking of sounding better, I saw that uh, I saw that uh, um, Skrillex stopped in your guys' stream. What? <laughs> first, yeah, we're still like in shock well, over that. First of all, how, what when you realized Skrillex was in there? What did anything change in how you were approaching your plane, or like did did you guys get nervous? Is what I'm saying. Did did things uh, change yeah. and like? <laughs> Yeah, Tyson is the one that I didn't even notice. We were like talking about um, that show, uh, what we do in the shadows, and we're just kind of like chatting with people. And then Tyson was like, and the first thing that Skrillex wrote was "Play Slayer," Play Slayer. <laughs> <Just kinda laughs> which was kind of awesome. And Tyson was just like, "Is that is that the real?" And yeah, we we immediately played a couple songs, but I think I, I know we played I, like two bad. Yeah, I, I kind of messed up because I was just like so nervous because we should have played Devo. I think he's actually yeah. a Devo fan. We have like six Devo songs in our set list and instead we played one of our weirdest originals <laughs> and then we played, we just played whatever was in the yeah, queue. I think we played just what I needed by the cars, but I just, I didn't, it didn't feel right. It wasn't the right song to play. Like we should have, we should have busted out a Devo song or something. I, I feel like we, I feel like we blew our chance. With them. <laughs> Your and, big and break. We were, yeah. We were nerding out super <laughs> Hard, of course how did you because he said that he uh you you guys were saying they helped you even fix some uh some audio issues what what was the fix oh i don't i don't know about that. i don't think so. i i don't think so i don't know maybe i don't know oh i thought maybe i just made that up right now okay cool 
<laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, he probably could have though. No, but... I thought I thought I saw you guys say something that you had some like noise or something, and he helped you clear that up, or maybe you guys cleared it up, oh, and I got was... things conflated. He was actually asking us about like our vocal chain and stuff. Oh so, yeah, yeah, because he he was complimenting it, but Tyson was and Tyson was basically saying like we have everything kind of like hacked together. Thought <laughs> he would be like, what the heck? But. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I do like your vocals. I like that slapback uh, uh, effect. I think that's what it's called, right? Slapback. Yeah, it's all real basic stuff we're using. Like I see some of these people have all this like gear and they're using. Ableton to do all these fun things, and if you saw what we're using, you'd just be like, "Holy crap, that's all they're doing." Like, well, no, it, I feel the same way. I mean, we we got a nice computer, but we're still just running a shitty Behringer into a Scarlet. You know, it's like nothing fancy. There's, it, it's just, uh, um, you know, we're just trying to get by. We're just starting, but it, it's 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 good for people to hear that. By the way, uh, one thing one thing I'll, I'll say though um, about your computer problems, this probably doesn't need to make the podcast, but one thing. Uh, most streamers do that I've been reluctant to do is they use two computers. Yeah. So they use one for their OBS and their cameras and the other one for their digital audio workstation. Yes. And they just run the output of their sound and the other one. So uh, that's, that might be one solution to your problem. I yeah. just, I've well, been hesitant to do that. Me too. But I, I well, that's kind of what I wanted to do is just, you know, run because our audio can be processed through logic on our laptop. We can run that directly into, you know, into Streamlabs and then, and that's a great solution for people who are having CPU problems too, right? Like it, instead of processing everything in one box, you can sort of separate the processing into two different setups. But that's if yeah. you have the luxury of having two different setups. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking about how they were using some shitty Dell to sort of process the the video because it had a video card in it, and then. He's like, yeah, I've been making it work, man, just with this Dell and this in my mm -hmm. MacBook. <laughs> I was just Gosh. like, wow. So it's funny. It, it's just really been interesting because, like, you start sprawling out into this tech world that, like, I have no real business being in, but now I do. You know, so, like, you're asking a bunch of musicians that, like, turn into, like, you know, like, there's some, like, I, there was this thing for some internal routing where you had to, like, code some shit. And I'm just like, code? What? coding anything <laughs> come on yeah so it's funny how it's sort of turning people into these like it people just right. out of necessity another thing i would say like don't okay like so if you're someone considering getting on twitch before you even get on there spend a bunch of time watching as many other streamers and in, in your category as you can Number one, just to kind of see what's possible. But number two, so you can think about what your own voice is going to be. So you don't have to like, you know, don't try to copy someone else, but kind of get an idea of the culture. But the one thing you're going to find is that some of these people come out of the gate with like way too much going on, like, you know, like four or five cameras and like tons of overlays and all this technology and like, let, let that evolve into something you do, you know, don't don't spend a bunch of money up front, like, one of the best streamers on Twitch, one of the biggest musical streamers on Twitch uses one camera, almost no overlays, and they draw regularly a thousand people to each of their streams. And mm -hmm. they are doing the minimal, everything looks good and mm -hmm. sounds good and they are supremely talented. But then you'll see these other, like there's another streamer that has literally 14 cameras <laughs> and, and he has he's, a pretty big amazing. stream. Yeah. It's amazing, but like, 
you don't need to do that from the start. So if you watch that yeah. guy and think, fuck, I need 14 cameras. <laughs> like, no, you just, don't. <laughs> just get, get one Logitech C920 or C922 if you can find them. They're coming back mid-June, I heard. You know, just get whatever your laptop, get start small and let Build the it, demand yeah. grow your stream. Don't don't try to come out and conquer the world. Like there's another streamer we watch who keeps talking about how, you know, he took out this business loan for tens of thousands of dollars to put his stream together. And I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> like, you, you know, I, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, he, he's doing well, but right. like, you know, he. It's a risk. It's yeah. a risk. It's it a is huge risk. risk. And, Absolutely. and the money doesn't come right immediately onto it. No. I mean, you, it. Some people, it took us a couple months to even make affiliate. And that's when you can first really start making, making money. money yeah. But the money you make initially is, it's very small and yeah. it doesn't come very often, you know. Yeah. And and even a year into it, you know, we're making a little bit of money, but not, not, uh, not enough to like quit our jobs or make a house payment or anything you yeah, know what i mean it's yeah. not enough to live off of but yeah it's, i mean it's, even you know. you, even you guys who just made partner are doing well you guys have a great stream and things look great and yeah and you're hearing it right here it's like it's not enough to pay all the bills or anything but it's definitely um it seems like it's great supplement there's this band um they're called glow stick willie and they're actually out of mm-hmm. indiana um but they they kind of started not small but they already had a following and they're kind of this hippie metal band, and um, <laughs> they're amazing. They they run in the hippie circle around here. With uh, uh, anyways, it, it's some Ohio Midwest hippie shit around here. Uh, but uh, they got on Twitch, and uh, they slowly grew it, like you're saying. And they did exactly what you're saying. They sort of let the audience um, build it with their demands and and they were like okay if you guys want that you're gonna have to fucking pay for it and so they're fucking awesome by the way they, they and they go for like seven hours and then they talk they have like they do a podcast section of the show and then they just jam in and these guys have, they're just three dudes who's just been playing together since they were like 12 and they built this really cool thing and and <clears throat> Like we were saying before, like Misfit Toys, they had to carve their own fucking path as well. They've mm-hmm. never been able to fit into the hippie scene. They've never been able to fit into the metal scene, which yeah. I'm guessing you guys had similar problems with that. You guys probably, I mean, you could probably play a show with a punk band. Um, right. We Yeah, we actually did. We toured with a couple punk bands, and we, we kind of always got lumped into this punk scene, but we were also kind of new wave. So, and, and people would always ask us, like, what genre are you guys? And it's so many <laughs> different ones combined so yeah it was always hard to pinpoint that but somehow we, we did fit in the punk scene yeah i mean I, it kind of goes back to the early days of new wave you know devo was kind of the bridge between punk and new wave and uh because they had the punk aesthetic but they had synthesizers and i think that's kind of where we are i think i think we have uh, you know i think we have a punk aesthetic but we have a lot of synthesizers you know and, <laughs> and it doesn't mean we sound like the ramones or like the dead kennedys or, or those kind of bands but there's just that you know lyrically it's got the punk aesthetic to it and just the attitude and the you know the energy of it but uh but yeah we've never really had a um we've never really had a uh a set genre yeah we've never like really found fit into a certain scene or, yeah yeah you guys now how did you guys function in brooklyn how was that how was your time there i mean i i can only imagine you guys moved around a lot and and i i don't i don't know like i, I almost moved to new york city but that i did so 
it, it seems yeah it's, it, it's been a dream but like well i have not i don't care about it anymore i would hate living there at, at this point in my life but at one point it was like yeah new york i settled for the west coast it has sunlight uh but the, yeah <laughs> tell me about how you understand is, that yeah uh it's missing some culture but yeah, it has its own little thing going on out there. Uh, but how was your guys' experience at Brooklyn? Did you guys find a home there? Were you guys able to sort of find your people in within that scene? Yeah, we did, but it it was hard because there was there's is a whole DIY scene there that we could we could never quite break into or figure it out. So we mostly were just still playing venues. Um, we had this one venue close to where we lived called the Way Station that was kind of like a nerd <laughs> like, it's like a sci-fi, sci-fi doctor who theme bar, bar but uh-huh. and that was kind of like our, our favorite place to play because we could just go there whenever and, and play a show and we'd always have a great crowd but um but we didn't have any vehicle or anything so we would just uber our way to a gig and we and luckily we don't have that much gear since there's only two of us and our drums and bass are pre-recorded but <laughs> That was a that was our our gigging was that we would just call an Uber and hope they had enough space in the car and like <laughs> got us to the gig on time and it was a different world for sure we oh. it, we loved it but it was not easy for sure it, it's not a place to go tour if you're a band unless you're huge like yeah. the 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 clubs sort of all demand you know each band on a bill bring like twenty five yeah, people mm-hmm. you know. And so if you're a band and you're on tour, you're going to be hard pressed to find someone that's going to want to put you on a bill because they're not going to think that you can bring, you know, the minimum amount of people to play. I mean, but there's this DIY scene, like, like she said that we just couldn't break into, but we knew it existed. We knew some of the players in it, but it's just such a sacred thing that they so much competition, so much competition because that's where the stuff's really happening, you know, and it's, uh, and, and a lot of those scenes are, kids that are all going to like uh, NYU NYU together and you know other colleges so they're it's kind of like their college scene and it's it's tough it's a cool place if you can make it I mean we got super tight it's what made us evolve our look our sound our stage performance it like toughened us the hell up the competition made us work a lot harder yeah because the most talented people in the world are going there to try to stake their claim and so you know and any one night you do a show on if you're going to do a show on a Friday night you know, you're up against like 300, <laughs> yeah. like literally 300 other shows. World you know? class shows. Yeah. And every, in every one, in every genre of music. And yeah. like, there's no slouch. I can't, I honestly cannot remember playing a show in New York City where there was a band where you were just like, oh my God, you know, like this, this these guys don't know what they're doing. Like, you know, whether it was high school kids or, or, or old dudes, you know, they were like premiere and we're not super gifted musically but we're gifted creatively so we yeah. had to like really overcome now i mean we're both self-taught i think yeah knowing that i think we're we're not so bad but, but well, yeah, we're we not terrible i just mean yeah. we're not like we haven't been studying music yeah since we were yeah. five years old or anything <laughs> yeah yeah same here fucking I, like I have, I have the benefit of being a multi instrumentalist, but like not being great at any one of those multiple instruments that I play. So <laughs> that's <you>. fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you put so much energy into like all these different things. It's so hard to like really be great at one thing. But what I did, but uh, what I am learning is that I am becoming great at adapting to most situations because of yeah. my ability to sort of, you know, m- my brain works like that. So, mm-hmm. so that, that's Absolutely. nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Because 
you don't have to be a virtuoso to make a beautiful song that people love you know like you don't have to be a virtuoso to you know to play punk but you do have to have taste and you have to have some kind of talent to get it out you know and 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 the, the the ability to write a song and it's really interesting because like you see some of these virtuosos like like steve Vai is my favorite guy to shit on because like he's great at guitar great okay let's see another solo now write a fucking song i want to listen to like i don't want to listen to that shit you know so it's just like there's this weird thing where i don't know it's like virtuosos it's like when you can get these virtuosos who can like write is well write good write good write good <laughs> but you know who could write well and also put their talents in the works um yeah it's it's weird like some of my friends that are the best musicians they they always come up to me like how do you write a song you know they <laughs> you know it's it's the opposite i'm like well how the hell do you play this on the guitar you know but <laughs> yeah. it is weird it seems like it's very rare to find someone who's cool. yeah. yeah super good at their instrument and can write music it's that's it's rare i don't know i don't know why it must just be a brain thing like mm -hmm. yeah. i feel right like i overcompensate <laughs> with creativity because of lack of you know musical talent on my instrument i, I don't know well, and I mean, yeah, of course, like we got to make up the deficit. <laughs> we got to fucking make up that deficit, baby. Um, no, the so so New York. What what uh, prompted you guys to leave? Um, we actually, it was when we got booked on Warp Tour in oh, 2017. Nice. We were just trying to figure out how we were going to be able to pay our rent in Brooklyn and also be gone for the whole summer, uh, practically on this tour. And we had been talking about moving back to the Midwest. And we were going to need a, a car. Well, yeah, it was like was the logistics mistake. of it was just. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, we actually should have rented a space on a tour bus, but we didn't know that at the time. We thought we were going to need our own vehicle. That might have made a difference had we known that. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was pretty crazy. We were we were driving like eight hours between um, warp tour gigs, and we'd have to like be there at eight a.m. in the morning. We didn't sleep. Basically, we didn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> because because we were driving ourselves everywhere, but. We got some punk rock cred from it, though, I think. Like, people yeah. are, like, respecting us because we're, yeah. we're like, that's hardcore. You guys are... We're driving, like, a like a late <laughs> model Honda Pilot around yeah. the country and, <laughs> and living out of it for, yeah. for what? A long a time. Long, several weeks. Yeah. Dude, van life, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys uh, I think I read somewhere that you guys frequented uh, South By, correct? Yeah, we played it twice, twice. now. Nice. Yeah, yeah probably eight gigs in those two years though yeah. i mean we played when we would go there we would go all out and play as many shows as yeah we could get on yeah totally totally no i did we fucking my band uh my reggae band that i'm still active with uh san diego we played for the last couple of years and then of course this year is <laughs> well there is yeah. nothing yeah. there's nothing to play but uh yeah. i love austin like i i don't know like, yeah. i mean being from the midwest uh you know like austin has um I don't know. I don't know how it is in Peoria, but there is a friendly disposition here in the Midwest where people can get a little talky, you know? So, like, you mm -hmm. know, before you're out of the, the – while you're checking out groceries, like, by the time you leave, you you know the whole life story of the clerk and the person <laughs> behind yeah. you. And even the person behind them sort of chimed in for a minute, you know? So it's just yeah. like – and so Texas yeah. kind of has uh, kind of a folksy kind of thing going on. So I really, I really dug uh, Austin. What did you guys think of the festival in, in Austin? Uh, we love the city, and I mean, the only thing is we we have only spent time there during the festival, which yeah. is kind of cra crazy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. 
Yeah, we actually have family there, and we'd love to go back sometime and just oh, nice. hang just hang out when it's not. Yeah, we were supposed Southwest. to play there uh, <laughs> yeah. in June, but oh. it's it got canceled already. Dang. So. Wait, a second, did you say that you guys were going to play a, a show in Ohio at the end of July? We're yeah, the div- yeah. The... So far, had still. Oh, it's the Devo on. thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like we've got enough cred now, we can play our own music there. So we're pretty stoked. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So, so I mean, like. I don't know, like, how do you, how do you, how do you go to TwitchCon? Like, what is that? Like, what is TwitchCon, by the way? I don't. I hear all these people go to TwitchCon. I don't know. What, we what? don't know. We haven't. We haven't gone yet. But <laughs> Where's we, our we plan invita- on it? Where's the plastics invitation? <laughs> so anyone can go, and I think as like a partner, you yeah. get like some perks uh, for going. But there are shows, but those shows are like curated by big music streamers, and I think. For us to get on those, we we need to curry favor with those people, and we haven't really been actively doing. That. <laughs> I guess because who knows if it's even gonna. Ha- it's in September, but yeah, these yeah. days you don't know what's gonna still go on or not. Yeah, it's it's very. But it's huge. We've heard like we've heard amazing things that, about it. Is it in San Diego? Like, yeah. Okay. It's so weird. I never like when I lived out there. I never heard of TwitchCon, but I heard Comic Con because you can't fucking drive downtown with a shit. Right. <laughs> uh, but TwitchCon, I never. You know, yeah. That place is a bubble of its own. Um, so, so w- what's your guys' plan moving forward then? Like, you you guys just plan to stay and put with Twitch and 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 like, well, how far do you guys want to take this? I, I, I'm trying to develop a, a three-step plan. I, there's, this, uh, <laughs> there's this big, big game streamer that has these awesome YouTube vids, and uh, where he like tells you like how to set up your cameras, your lighting, whatever. But he did this really cool stream where he talked about like literally how he makes money uh, from being like an internet personality, and uh, like broke it down completely from how he makes money from Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, and everything. And uh, so based on his awesome plan, I'm trying to figure out how we can do some kind of like two or three year plan to maybe make it a full time thing. But it's a lot of work and yeah. you don't I mean, the key to it. I mean, everyone knows this, I think. But the key to making to being able to quit your day job doing like music and streaming and all that is to have several income sources like and most of them passive, whether it's royalties or sponsorships or whatever. But, you know, uh Twitch is is definitely a, a part of it, but that that can't be the only way because you know what if the platform changes its rules on how it pays out, or what if you say something that makes someone mad and then they tank your channel, you know? So so trying to figure out that. So that, I mean that's the goal is to like figure out how to do this more because we're both so creative and having day jobs that you know take up the best of us, so to speak it's really hard to do everything we want to do on this. And all we want to do is create and not just music, just everything. You know, we're just both super creative types and we want to get to the point where our creations are making money for us enough to, you know, make that our full-time job. Yeah. man. And you know what, honestly, like, Moving back to the Midwest, I at first it was the worst thing I ever did in my life because I I escaped from the Midwest in my mind I did. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel we feel you. We understand. <laughs> it was the hardest pill to swallow ever, uh, and then I got back here and then had to deal with some other stuff, and that was harder to swallow than actually moving here. But <laughs> but on the other side of it, it's like. Um, it's been the key to me and my wife being able to live the artist lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like I, like paying exorbitant amounts of rent 
to do what you love. I mean, I mean, it's awesome. I love being in the. I love being in the hustle and bustle. I love it. It's so fucking awesome. Uh, but it's just like Jesus Christ. How are you gonna eat? And how you get? You know, like mm-hmm. how are you? How are you really gonna pursue your true passions if you're being? If you're constantly have to go to that shitty job that you don't like or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. and pay just to pay rent, just so you can exist in a city. Yeah, uh, it's tough. It's it's a tough situation um, for anybody living in a city trying to be an artist. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there was this like old school like model, right, where you go to a big city and you play out all the time, and then eventually you get recognized by an agent, a scout, a record label. Uh, a movie producer something right. and that opens up the door to your big break but like people just don't go out anymore so that business model is almost silly at this point i mean the best part about living in a big city now is really just the fact that you're surrounded by the culture and the energy and you might be able to go see a cool concert or, or a cool museum it, you know uh exhibit at a museum but like twitch and these other streaming platforms are taking off and especially with COVID and the lockdown, but like even before that people just aren't going out and they're tuning into these things. And you probably have a better opportunity of getting recognized doing this than you do, you know, playing a hundred shows in a club in downtown LA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you're already friends with all those people. Right. Like, which is what we found when we lived in New York is that, you know, a lot of people were connected through college or connected through whatever and we just didn't understand that till towards the end of we were there. We're like, oh, we're probably never going yeah. to get anything we want. <laughs> we have no this. connections. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. It's so weird when you first j- jump into like the idea of going to the big city and just you know making it. You know, and, and uh, oh my god, like wh- where do you even start? You know, like who do you even talk to? Especially if it's just you and your friend. You know, or you or just you. You know, like, where do you yeah. even start? Who do you even talk to? There's no like show business, you know, mayor. It's like, I need to talk to the mayor <laughs> right. of show business. <laughs> yeah, I need some information. Uh, you know, so like, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird game. It's a weird game to play, but fuck, it's rewarding. Um, you guys are um, currently streaming three times a week? Yeah. Yep. Right now. Do you, now, do you guys, do you guys um, feel like, um, after this pandemic that maybe this growth in Twitch is going to kind of level off? Or do you feel like that? I mean, you're just saying, you know, people aren't going out, but do you feel like even after this pandemic where people are sort of forced to stay home and, you know, they're getting sick of Netflix and they're finding Twitch and, uh, you know, they're, they're really getting involved with it, but, but it's because they don't have anything else to do. Do you think when, um, and I'm not saying that's, the only reason why they they're on Twitch, but I'm just saying, do you think after this pandemic, do you think that um, it's going to continue to grow, or do you think that uh, do you think you'll see a drop off? It'll be interesting to see because I, you know, people will be, especially I know when we first started, we were told that like streaming on Saturdays is probably not a good idea because everyone's that's when people go out. But now that's like our biggest <laughs> night we just had on Saturday because people can't go anywhere. So I imagine that it might change a little bit in that aspect, but I don't know. What do you, th- I, I think, um, I think when the world opens back up, I think there might be like a slight dip at first, but I, th- I think the Pandora's box is opened. And I think that, uh, I think that this has opened up a lot of people's eyes in a lot of ways. And I, I think it's, I think it's only going to grow. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm being overly optimistic because, uh, I want it to be, but you know, I think people will go out for a while and go back to concerts because they've missed them. And 
but I think I think the world is changing. And you know, the original reason that we got on Twitch uh, was to try to find our fan base around the country, and so that when we did tour, we would know where the we would know where to go, right? Yeah, like yeah. because n- now we know we have pockets of fans, for instance, that live in Texas and like Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you know, upstate New York. There's these places where there's a lot of Twitch people, and like so that was the plan originally. So, I mean, I think that'll help us. But I no, I think this I think this platform is going to grow. I think that people just thought that Twitch was a place that little kids went to watch other little kids play video games, and um, and now I think they're finding out that it's so much more, not just in the music channel. There's just so much going on on there. And uh, I don't know, I might be overly optimistic, but no, I, I kind no, of, I, no, go please. I was just going to say, yeah. And people feel like that they, they are a part of the stream. So they feel almost like invested in it Yeah. and, and they, they don't want to, they get, you know, they have FOMO. If, <laughs> if they miss your stream, they'll go back and watch the video on demand yeah. and stuff. So, no, I so found I, yeah, I, I found myself doing that with a gamer. Yeah, you know? I, like yeah. I'm not even a gamer, but I was like watching this one game with this one gamer, and I missed the date. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go watch the replay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's people's new TV. It's Twitch is a, a platform with millions of reality TV shows, <laughs> and you know, and you'll connect with them. I don't know. I mean, I think you know, it'll be. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like, I'm almost wondering, is there gonna come a point where Netflix? like tries to steal some of these people and starts their own like premiere version of Twitch or, you know, uh, like, you know, Mixer, which is Microsoft's competition. They like bought Ninja basically, you know, off of Twitch, off of Twitch, you know, to keep him from streaming on there to stream on their platform. And I, 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 my, my prediction is you're going to see in the next year, a big movement of Twitch's biggest stars getting gobbled up by, Netflix and network TV mm. to try to create TV shows or other properties. And, and, you know, they'll probably still have them streaming on their platform because it'll only help their things. But I think, I think you're going to see some of these people like this cardboard cowboy guy, like we'll probably wind up on adult swim <laughs> or something, you know, and I think it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I yeah. just, I just, uh, we know through some inside sources that like all the major record labels are now starting to, go to twitch to find new artists and that or if there's people they're thinking of signing uh and why someone that signed to a label nowadays i don't know but (laughs) they're using that as part of their analytics or you know part of their metrics Mm -hmm. uh, so people are paying attention Um, (laughs) when we first got on twitch we got on because this this nice uh this uh, uh this streamer named karen allen was uh she got us on, she had a talk show called In Rotation that was like a mu- musical talk show. And she basically sherpered us onto Twitch and got, got us started. And she wrote this book called Twitch for Musicians. And when the pandemic hit, like we heard that, you know, big companies and people that were, uh, you know, managing artists and record labels reached out to her to try to get advice to like, and we're, you know, she got hired to do like seminars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone's paying attention. And, you know, some of the majors were apparently debating, and I don't know if they have, but were debating on creating their own platform so they could get like, you know, Taylor Swift and Beyonce and those people mm-hmm. on on a platform they owned yeah. versus on Twitch, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Apple tried to launch one, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. If it, did. it was weird. I think you had to like pay <laughs> to be, I don't know. There's something weird about theirs, but anyway, Everyone's paying attention, and I assume that a bunch of companies are going to merge 
together and you know like how these things always happen right i mean a perfect example is youtube i mean look what happened to youtube stars i mean now you know they're creating shows on netflix i mean exactly it's i see the net i see where you're getting this progression Mm -hmm. and plus inside scoops that you have but (laughs) i mean my inside scoops aren't that great uh, (laughs) we just uh, a friend of ours works for a distribution company and he's you know he kind of tells us stuff he hears through through back channel not like it's probably mostly gossip and rumors, though. So, I, you know, who knows what's real? Stuff. Yeah, but but you are seeing like big platforms like SoundCloud starting their own Twitch um, things, and, and you're seeing more celebrities like Skrillex and T Pain jumping on. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty more celebrities that I'm not, I don't even know about that are on there. Like, well, and when I say celebrities, people who've sort of been on the main stage and the mainstream, um, sure yeah. pl- platform. So. Yeah, it's just really interesting to see where this is going to go. And, and, like, I just, yeah, I love your guys' fucking stream, man. You guys just kill it. It's a fucking party all night. <laughs> um, so, so, so you guys just plan on growing with Twitch and keep it going. And, and you said you got a three, you're, you're developing a three step program to, to get you there. Yeah. And hopefully in like two or three years, you know, but that's the, also, I want to say, I feel like, uh, we've come off very, very serious about this, but we're not usually this serious, but like <laughs> lately I've just been trying to like, uh, evangelize as many people to Twitch as possible. Like, yeah, uh, we recently got weird Paul to start being on Twitch. I don't know if you know who weird Paul is, but I, I think I only know um, him through your, it was, he a was he a, a stern guy? Uh, no, he was just like the original vlogger. He's like, oh, this, shit, like, like in the eighties, he had a video camera and recorded everything he did. And for the last, like, five or six years he's been uploading them all to youtube and he's kind of become this internet celebrity and you know i reached out to him i was like you got to get on twitch man i'll help you like you know and uh like i think he's actually started a half an hour ago i was supposed to supposed to be watching him so there you go (laughs) yeah well um yeah man i I love that idea that you guys are sitting there and planning shit out i'm doing the same thing and this pandemic's only allowed me to do it even harder so um I, I again I, I love what you guys are doing and um, do you can uh, we're wrapping up here uh, if you haven't caught the vibe but uh, is, <laughs> do you mind if we play a, a song um, maybe your latest single um, or or your choice is is that okay sure yeah do you need us to uh, send you a file or do you uh, have them? no I can grab it <clears throat> okay yeah I'll um, say what like bad day or telephone is probably the best yeah. bet. Yeah, right. bad day or telephone. All right, well, then let's listen to the telephone and then we'll wrap up.
So, thank you guys so much for coming on the show, and um, uh, yeah, like Thanks I it's, for having us. Well, it's fun. Uh, it, it, you know, like this weird. Uh, I'm gonna start my adventure on Twitch, and um, and uh, and so it's been a real blessing to be able to reach out to people who are willing to talk to me about it, and uh, you know, inform everyone else too, because. I, that's all I've been talking about on my podcast, <laughs> like in, mm-hmm. like because I have like intros and outros, so like I just been talking about Twitch because it's just completely consuming. So um, yeah, it, it's awesome, and um, I hope that people that listen to this and and go and look up the Fantastic Plastic, go sit in a stream, go check out what the fuck they're talking about because it, it's gonna blow your fucking mind. It just <laughs> the, the amount, well, I mean, just what's so beautiful about it is like it's it's the nuance of that you're able to put out there with with a live stream is incredible like for uh, an act like for me and reina who is very soulful laid back chill that can kind of lose its effect in a bar where everyone's talking is like ma'am can i get some more ranch you know it's oh, like yeah. you know like <laughs> you will be sitting there yeah. and no one's paying attention but like with this it's so beautiful because it's like you can make it sound really good and you can really stream out like what you represent and that's just mm-hmm. been the most beautiful part about this and you know you guys do it so well so thank you very much guys i really do appreciate you guys coming on yeah thank yeah, you man. thank you so much right on the fantastic place Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Plastic, for coming on the show and, and, and telling your story and indulging my obsessions with Twitch. And 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 thank you. I really appreciate it. I had a wonderful, a lovely time chatting it up with these two wonderful human beings. So please go and check out the Fantastic Plastics. Again, they have their schedule is Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Times, and sometimes they do things on Sunday, and it's not listed on the Twitch, so I'm sorry. 
I don't have that information, but sometimes they do psychedelic Sundays, so, or all the time. Eh, anyways, <laughs> just go follow up. They'll let you know. At the fantasticplastics.com. Also, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the latest single chloroform. This is a collaboration between The Concrete Project, Brain Mystique, and myself. Exciting news, we got a new single coming out on the horizon. It's called Bucket Like a Horse. It's fantastic. She's going to have a whole brass band behind her. Uh, why she raps and sings and it's fun i love it. it it's an amazing song can't wait to share it with you guys it'll be coming right at you as soon as it is available and we don't have a release date yet but i think it's gonna be sometime in july so july <laughs> anyways uh go check out reyna on twitch as well twitch.tv slash reyna mystique she streams tuesday thursdays at 8 a.m eastern standard time sundays 8 p.m eastern standard time also check out WSEG TV. We are streaming every Monday and Friday. Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have interviews, we have games, prizes, we have uh, we have live looping. I'm live looping. I'm trying to stay into musical shape as well as like physical shape because I am getting fat. Uh, <laughs> Raina has coined it quarantine thick and i like that i like that a lot uh, but <laughs> it's it's sad actually it's very sad like right before quarantine i did this juice fast for like seven six or seven days i like got back down to the weight that i was like i, I shed all the winter weight just for fucking with quarantine winter to strike and uh well i'm back in the house and uh getting fat again <laughs> so here we are uh but not too bad. I'm still jogging. I'm still staying in shape. Um, yeah, it's fun. But WSEG TV has, has been like super exciting for me. It, it's nerve-wracking. It's a lot of work, but it's so cool. The end result is just amazing. So go to twitch.tv slash wespeakenglishgood and follow, subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, you can check out our Facebook. Wait a second. You can like, subscribe, review. Uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, fucking everything, uh, everything you can imagine, like us there, <laughs> and then go uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, everything, just go anywhere you can subscribe, go do that as well, and then leave a review, just write reviews anywhere randomly, and just tag me in them, and, and I'll get them, and we'll read them on air. Write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com, let me know how you're feeling, how you're doing, how are we doing? How are you liking the new show, WSEGTV? Fuck you if you don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. That's not true. I, I, I like you. I love you guys. Thank you guys for so much for, you know, like these huge, there's this huge dip in the numbers for almost all podcasts, except for like the huge guys who never waver at all ever. And, um, but across the board, I mean, all these like Reddit chats and like Facebook, Facebook groups and just going around, like, I'll just be, like, you know, just slumming around trying to get information from people. <laughs> it's, I love it. I love doing that. I mean, it's kind of what I do with this fucking podcast. I mean, you just heard me grill fucking the plastics for an hour and a half about Twitch. So it, I don't know if I was grilling. It, to be fair, it, we, 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 I think it was balanced to uh, talk about them and Twitch, but... I mean, they found so much success on Twitch, it would be hard to ignore that. So, um, anyways, yeah. 
I don't remember where I was, so we're just going to end it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were doing two, uh, two episodes a week. I think we're going to pull it back to one. I don't know. I have a busy week this week, so I might not be able to do a whole nother or edit out a whole nother one. But our next guest is going to be Scarlett um, from Scarlet and the Fever. They, she is an L.A.-based artist. She's absolutely incredible. Has a great voice. Reggae artist. I met her on the reggae scene uh, while I was doing a tour out in San Diego. And, um, well, that meant a... I meant that differently. But who cares? We speak English. Good. So Scarlet will be on next time. Um, and then who else? Because uh, we're getting close to WSEG TV releases. And uh, eventually we're going to stop doing the double uh, two episodes in a week. But like I've been saying, I've been just stockpiling episodes. And like they're just there's just too many of them. It's just too many. Like by the time you hear it, we're, we're fucking, you know, the new like we're talking about current events and shit. By the time you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that happened. Who cares? Like who gives a shit? That, that was that was then. This is now, bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's you talking to me, by the way, not me talking to women. But no, we're eventually going to go back to one a week. It's just we're going to catch up. We're going to get we're going to get to where we need to be. And then we're going to go back to one a week. And again, this might just be one this week. I'm not sure yet if Friday is going to have a release yet. So we'll see. Just just we'll see what happens. I'm busy. I have lots of editing to do. So I'm just in my own little bubble. And and um, with WSEG TV and releasing two podcasts a week, it's been crazy. So I, whatever. You guys, I appreciate you guys sticking with me. And I appreciate everybody coming back. You know, after everyone freaked out, everyone's starting to come back and go back out into the world and listen to podcasts again. So I really appreciate you guys coming back and hanging out again. And um, it, it, I, tr when I saw, like, the dip in number, I was like, how is this fucking possible? Like, how do you lose, like, thousands of listeners? I'm not going to say thousands. That's ridiculous. But how do you, you lose, like, I'm only saying thousands because it's more than 1,000. It's, like, almost 2,000. But thousands sounds like I'm on another level. And that's not that's not what's happening here. <laughs> but, like, more than 1,000 listeners just jump off. By the way, with some of the best fucking interviews we've ever done on this fucking show, we are getting good. We are getting so good. We're getting good. Anyways, so I, 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 I will be slowing down the tempo a bit on the releases but not yet and maybe just this week we won't have one on friday and then start back up i'm trying to just i'm trying to tell you folks so you're not surprised but none of you guys ever really get to this point so it's fine i don't mind i mean some of you guys do which is actually weird but i appreciate it it's just you gotta understand it's weird that some people are listening to what i'm saying two hours into a podcast and like way after the guest has has left the building, so that's that's weird. Okay, it's weird. It's weird for me, but I, I appreciate it. And um, you know, everybody, just stay safe, stay positive, and you know, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.